Hi everyone and welcome to another OV Community Udemy chat and today we're going to be talking about getting ready for Black Friday sales on Udemy. Um, just a few bits of housekeeping, uh, you're going to see some information flick across the screen so if you want to sign up to my Udemy newsletter do that, I'll also put a link to some free Udemy training. You can subscribe on YouTube if you're watching there, if you're on iTunes, subscribe there. And if you go to SME Heroes, you'll find all of this stuff on there in podcast and video format. So without any more delay, we're going to get on. And I'm going to start from my left. Um, and Isvan at the moment is having a few uh, troubles with his video camera. And he washed his hair specially, so he's a bit yep. disappointed. Um, but Isvan, if you can just tell us uh, a little bit about yourself, what you're currently doing on Udemy, and uh, you know what you're doing for Black Friday in like 90 seconds. Yeah, thank you, Mark, for inviting me. I'm Istvan, and I'm a designer. So basically, what I teach on Udemy is about uh, graphic design and using free graphic design programs. And what I am planning to do for Black Friday is creating some simple courses and uh, also finishing them this time because I'm postponing a lot lately. <laughs> okay. okay, great. Phil, uh, you just muted yes. at the moment. Hello. Phil. Sorry, mate. Hello, how are you, Mark? How are you doing, Phil? I'm good. Yeah, 60 seconds, 90 seconds. I'm normally dead good at elevator pitches. So, yeah, I'm late to the party, as usual. It happens to me all the time. Uh, I did a first Udemy course about a week and a half ago about using Wirecast with Blab. I'm going to start doing uh, another course that I'm working on at the minute is about brand advocacy. I did that for about four years, working for Nokia and a bunch of other brands, a bunch of agencies in, um, in America, also in Europe. So I'm going to do a whole course around what you can do to be a brand advocate and how to communicate with the agencies and, and things like that. And I'm also working on a course about people who have poor internet connections or difficulty in terms of mental health, getting back into the job market, using tools to empower them to get back into society. So I'm, I'm working on some kind of different kind of projects, I guess, for you, Demi. Cheers. Excellent. Thanks, Tom. Scott? Scott Duffy, yes. Let's Me? Let's be very clear. Yes. Oh, okay. <laughs> because on my screen, Phil is – okay, anyways. Um, <laughs> Hi, my name is Scott Duffy. I have 10 Udemy courses now, and I've got a couple in the hopper. It's it's a uh, I created a, a course the other day, and I wasn't quite happy with it. So it's sort of you know you you build these things and, and uh, to a point where you're happy. But um, yeah, for Black Friday, I want I have this big course, this big idea I want to get done. It should be. Um, you know, it's on the Udemy Hot Topics list, and it should be uh, a good success when it's launched, but it's going to take some time. So my my October is going to be taken up with this one course. Excellent. Thank you. Scott Patton? Got two Scots, by the way. <laughs> Hey everybody, I'm Scott Patton, the Dean of Blogonomics and Podology. So most of my courses are on uh, podcasting. I did make the mistake of telling a bunch of my clients about Udemy, and so I'm co- instructing a number of courses on things like uh, weight loss and options <laughs> trading. So a little bit of a diversity, but having a lot of fun with it. And, uh, and I just think it's great. And what are you doing? For, what, are you, what are you working on at the moment? You've got your eye on Black Friday, Scott. So what's your sort of plans? Uh, well, my plans are to uh, – I've got about 20 courses now and to get it up to 30 before Black Friday. I'm uh, – there's a minimum. There's, I think there's some marketing that you have to do, but I think, like, I, well, I don't want to get into it right now because I know we will later. But I really think that the key is to spread, you know, throw the spaghetti up on the wall, see what sticks, and then as long as it's an area that you know something about, and um, and then when Black Friday comes, let Udemy do their magic. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Excellent. Tony. Hey, um, Tony Ross of TonyTeach.com. Um, I've been on Udemy for a very long time, and despite that, I only have a few courses. Um, I do a lot of courses based on 2D animation. Uh, I've also uh, uh, specialized, uh, I've done a couple of trainings like with lynda.com as well as with O'Reilly, so I put out a course on how to get the great, great sounding audio. And what I plan on doing for Black Friday is multiple minimal valuable products as in I'm going to do a bunch of shorter courses 
because uh, I think the most successful course I did was the one on um, audio, and it took me maybe two days to do. And I'm going to do a bunch of those and try to get at least 10 or 15 done before Black Friday pops up. Okay. Uh, obviously, I'm Mark Timberlake, and I've got – what am I doing? Oh, yes, I've got one of my best-selling courses, which is actually the second course I ever made. I'm completely revamping that, so I'll be film. I've done all the slides and everything, and I'm ready to go on that, so I'll be filming that tomorrow, getting that. And then I've got three more courses with someone I'm currently co-instructing with, and his courses have been doing very well, so we've decided to do three more courses, and we're going to get those up by Black Friday. So one revamp, um, complete complete rewrite. It's a new course. Just I'm just going to overwrite the old course with the new content. Same subject, much deeper, much broader, much more powerful. And the three new courses, which I'm really excited about because they're going to be how to be a better manager series. So, you know, I've got a leading UK expert and there's three courses on how to be a better manager and different things. So really excited about that. And, yeah, and getting the marketing going and, you know, everything we'll talk about some of the things we can sort of do i just want to give a shout out to the people in the sidebar so uh hi arman christy good to see you sarah simpson hi sue mosley robin steve phillips alan wolf sebastian uh welcome and i'm sure more people will be popping in um we've got a question there already which is great but before we go into the questions on the sidebar guys i just want to i just for maybe for those that don't know what Black Friday is, Scott Duffy has volunteered to do the history <laughs> lesson. So he's going to explain the connection and why it's all logical that we do this Black Friday thing, right, Scott? So I'm going to hang that over to you. Okay, Mark. I'm going to explain that this was a joke, elaborate joke to try to... No. I mean, not that it really matters, but obviously the United States was settled uh, by what the people that are called the Pilgrims, and they came over from England through Holland... And, you know, they um, uh, settled Pennsylvania area of, of the United States. History is made later, but they have a celebration called Thanksgiving, which is sort of the harvest season at the end of fall where all of the uh, food, the bountiful table, and somehow the Americans have turned this into a shopping uh, season. And uh, I've actually been to the United States uh, where you, you line up starting midnight. So starting midnight you're at the store, the doors are locked, you're waiting for them to open, and you shop until 8 o'clock, 9 o'clock in the morning, and then you go to breakfast. So they take their shopping seriously, um, and that then that leads to uh, $10 courses. Yeah. And uh, can you just explain how it works, Scott? Because for those who don't know how the actual Black Friday works do we uh, can you remember when it starts? It yeah. starts on the 15th. So United, the uh, Udemy... So two years ago, they did something different. Last year, they started their Black Friday sale uh, well before actual Black Friday. So it was actually two weeks uh, before Black Friday that they started it. Uh, and I believe it ends on Cyber Monday. So Cyber Monday this year is November 30th. I'm getting my, my dates in my head here. Cyber Monday is November 30th. If they repeat the same sale last year, It'll start November 16th and end November 30th. Uh, Lindsay has said in the studio that if you have your courses approved by November 13th, that you'll be included in the Black Friday sale. So the important dates are November 13th to have it approved. November 16th, you think around there the sale goes live. And I'll just I'll say, official. yeah, i just say just to be sure, you probably want to be aiming for around the 8th, of course. Yeah. Like, just you to be sure. No, that's at 13th. rejected. Uh, yeah, <laughs> you know, if, if, yeah, exactly. You know, if you get a rejection, because last year, Black Friday, I didn't know what was going on. I was new yeah. to Udemy. Yeah. And I just sort of landed in the middle of Black Friday. So everyone's around me going, look at these fantastic sales. And yeah. I'm like, what's happening? And I, I missed Black Friday. Oh. I literally missed it by about two weeks and I still got good sales then don't get me wrong just being on the platform during that I got some sales but I missed when I say I missed I missed the impetus of it and I think not all courses are included I wasn't even sure if my course was included last time but this time everything's going to be included um, and so you know 
In terms of sales, and I'm going to ask you again, Scott Duffy, because you mm -hmm. actually rode the last Black Friday and all the rest of us, Tony probably did. Me and Scott yeah. sort of came in at the last minute last year, so I don't think we sort of saw the benefit. Can you explain to people what, why we would get excited about Black Friday? So um, my personal experience was I launched my course. Udemy had a uh, contest in October of last year, one of those, uh, you know, like they're doing right now. So I launched my course October 30th, and um, they, they included me in a sale almost immediately. So beginning of November, I was in a sale. I was really excited. You know, I, I saw sales coming in. My email was, was beeping every few minutes. It was great. But when Black Friday hit, that was a, like a surreal experience. Like literally, um, my email inbox was every two minutes, three minutes, the space in between, there's email saying you have a sale, you have a sale, you have a sale. I would be in the shopping shopping mall or in the grocery store, and you know my phone would be beeping all the time, and it was a it was sort of a um, a fantastic experience. Um, the thing I should point out is the way it seems to work. At least last year, there was an initial uh, peak where so I'll explain it even more. Last year they launched at a ten dollar price on the uh, first day, and then they added a dollar every single day. So the next day was 11, 12, 13, 14, all the way up to $24. And so there was an initial bump on the, on the 10 and $11 day. I think the $11 day was more because not many people even knew the sale was happening until the second day. But then it sort of dips off a little bit. But then by the end, you know, the, uh, the, the actual Black Friday, Saturday, Sunday, it peaked up again. So it was a double, a double peak. Um, but just um, someone asked the question, what to expect in terms of sales? I'm expecting a double. So basically, whatever you get in a two-week period, uh, you should expect double during Black Friday. That's not like a 10x, but a 2x is still pretty good. That's my expectation. Yeah. Everyone's going to be different. So one of the, I have a, I have a question. Yeah. I can, can I ask it, to Scott? Yeah, of course. Um, so, because one of the things that, like I come from a grocery store background, and what would happen is we would have the Easter, we would have the back to school, we would have Thanksgiving, we would have Christmas. And what invariably happened is while they were peaks, we never dropped back down to the pre-peak sales level, okay? Yeah. So, so, so I'm, so my question is, is when your sales pretty much doubled, you didn't, did you or did you not drop down to... Uh, somewhere between where your sort of level was. I mean, it may be hard to tell because I know for me, I'm on a growth curve. So, you know, yeah. but I, I looked at the uh, traffic for Udemy and the thing just takes off for Black Friday, right? And then it drops down and then it's looking like it's taking off again. But the drop in traffic is way higher. Sorry, where the drop of traffic went to is way higher than when it was in the beginning. So it kind of peaked up like this and then it came down, but it never went back to the lower part. So Mike, so yeah, what I'm thinking is going to happen for most people over the next two or three or four or five years is we're going to have this massive peak of sales in November. It's going to drop down, but it's not going to drop down to where you were before. It's going to, but I don't know if that's the case. That's my theory based on the grocery industry, which of course is pork and beans and online courses. They're exactly the same thing. Yeah. So, um, try to understand the, the basis of the question, but during the Black Friday period, see, now I didn't have a lot of experience with Udemy. Like I said, I launched October oh, 30th. Right, right. So, and then immediately Lindsay contacted me on the 31st or the 1st of November. She said, hey, we're having a new sale launching tomorrow. Do you want to be part of it? And I said, yes. Like, why are you asking? So right. th this was the only time Udemy's ever contacted me and said, we're having a sale. Do you want to be part of it? So um, I, I um, had my courses included. So to be honest, I got sales the first day, and I've had sales every day since. So I'd have to really look to see if I've ever had a day, a day without sales, actually, in the last year. But um, so in terms of the dip, the drop, in, I mean, the peak, the drop, and the peak, yeah, my recollection is that it was still not bad during that drop, but I, it's hard to say whether it was um, normal right. uh, during the Black Friday. I think it was, I almost want to say, yeah, it kind of was a little more normal 
in those seven or eight days between the two peaks. The other thing to note that you kind of touched on was I had an absolutely lousy December in, in terms of uh, sales. So after the Black Friday was over, the um, December has been was my lowest month of the of the twelve last twelve months. Right. Yeah. So, so my uh, my theory is is if you have two hundred dollars in in monthly sales, and then you double that in November. Let's pretend. Just make it easy. Let's just say it goes to four hundred in November. Yeah. In and December is going to be a, a catastrophe of a month. Yeah. I'm just going to tell you right now because that's when everyone buys turkeys December. and stuffing yeah. and everything else. Now New Year's might be a little bit different, but I don't think so. There is, a, well, there is a, new, a site wide New Year sale. So right. the, there's two or three site wide sales in the whole year. One okay. is Black Friday, one is New Year's. And I think they did one, a surprise one, in February because they had some disaster. Um, they, they screwed something up. And so they, they had a site wide sale by surprise. So, but normally that, there's only two sales a year. Wasn't that Seth Godin's course? Um... Sorry, um, just say that. <laughs> you mean uh, <laughs> a site-wide sale? Yes. I think he had a site-wide sale. So I think there was four. I think we had okay, three for everybody. Okay, single courses. And, and there was there Seth Gordon had his own site-wide sale. So that was that was nice for Seth. We all yeah. we all and, enjoyed and Seth. Seth when he launched his iOS nine course. Um, <laughs> so there, there, there's only two really site-wide sales that are planned a year. New Year's uh, the, the January first is also in a spectacular time. Um, oh, good. So, so we're coming up, you know, November and January, not that far apart. So even if you just missed, and Mark might be able to comment, if you missed November, you, you get some uh, rocket ship the first day of January. So. Yeah, yeah. What tends to happen, and what I think what, what it is on Udemy, and December was, was terrible. You're absolutely yeah. right. That December was terrible. So I think you've got to take December out of the discussion almost. But what happens is I've noticed, and from my own um my own metrics, but studying everyone who shows their metrics. So if anyone shares their metrics, and I know you probably, all, some of you other guys have seen this as well, what happens is you, you sort of sell at this level, and then one of the big jumps is, boom, you jump up here. And then pretty much most of the time, you seem to sustain that level pretty yes. much. And then it takes another big bump before you jump up to the next level. Now, it's either a promotion, or maybe you've got a really popular course that's came yeah. out, or something like that. But once you get up a level, that tends to sustain it through the year. And that's why Black Friday is really important because it's a bit like surfing. You're surfing. There's two big waves in a year that you can ride. And that's Black Friday and New Year's, uh, the New Year sale. And Black Friday is bigger than New Year. New Year's nice. Yeah. You get me? I think that gives you a recovery after December. I think that's what it's good for. Everyone's um, got New Year's resolutions. Yeah, and everyone's like, I'm going to learn something new this year. Great, buy my course. And, and all the instructors are ready to commit suicide because they think their whole instructing business on Udemy died. In December, <laughs> yes. <laughs> I, mean, I, still, I still made $800 in December. I can't, I can't complain, but it was a lot lower than November. Yeah. yeah, yeah. But I think the point is as well is for those, there's going to be two – groups of instructors on Black Friday, I think. There's going to be people that are, uh, are new, trying to get courses in quickly to try and get that early initial boost. Absolutely brilliant time to release a course. You're never going to have a better time to release a course than during that time. But then there's going to be the, some of the other instructors, more experienced instructors, and we've been preparing for this all year. In the back of our minds, we've been thinking, Black Friday, we need to have courses ready you know, we need to, like, for me, I've got 24 courses on Black Friday. I'm feeling good about Black Friday, but I've been building up for that for the last year, you know, since the last one. It's always been in the back of my mind. Mm -hmm. So there's going to be two sets of results. But what's going to be really important this year is we talked about this a little bit in the green room as well, is that it, don't worry, this is your first year you're not necessarily going to get the massive bump that some of the other instructors are going to get, but you're going to learn so much by next year, you'll make sure when Black Friday hits, you've got 15 or 20 courses. I guarantee it. Because you'll see what happens with just a couple of courses. You know, whereas some of us, we've been preparing now, and, you know, we've got courses in the marketplace. They're embedded in search, and Scott Duffy's the resident expert on that. You know, we've over the year, we've built them up. We've built them up so that they're really going to take advantage of, of Black Friday, you know. Um, but it's really important because 
when we say get when we talk about preparing for Black Friday, we're really talking about yes, this Black Friday, but you need to be thinking about next year's Black Friday, and that's where you got to think about Udemy. Mm -hmm. Well, and they, one of the keys I think for sales in a, in any course is having some students, having some activity in the discussion board, and having some five star reviews. So. Always the problem if you launch on the 13th of November is you're going to have your mom take the course and give you a five-star review and that's it. So you're not going to look as good as all the other competing courses that you're, that you're going to be competing against. And it doesn't mean you're not going to get a sale. It just means that that's the nature of the beast, which is why you can't just throw a bunch of courses up, you know, in the beginning of November and expect them to, be, you know, do $10,000 in sales unless it's one of the iOS 9 type courses. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I just want to grab a couple of questions, guys, and then yeah. I want to ask, what I want us to do then is each of us just give some tips on what you would advise people to be doing if it's their first Black Friday, you know, what what would be the, if, if you had one thing, so just have a think about that while we look at some of these questions. Um, on Black Friday, are you promoting paid promotion your own courses on social media or other channels? If yes, what would you suggest as a good strategy? Black Friday is all about Udemy's promotions in my mind. Now, you other guys might disagree with me, but this is about the internal Udemy marketing funnel now. This is about getting lots of new students into your course. I would not worry at this point about promoting those courses on social media. I personally would uh, concentrate on making sure you've got courses ready and they're the best quality. Anyone else want to add to that? Yeah, I do. I do. I would. You just gave me a just like wow. That was a big light bulb went off. <clears throat> the one thing that I would make sure that I would be doing for all of my courses is I in that two weeks. So in other words, I would not be doing this before the two weeks. Is I would make sure I save all of my educational announcements. Because if I'm getting a rush of new students in, I want to be like right there shaking their hands, holding their, their hand as they're learning the course or whatever. So I think what I would be, what I will be doing, and I had not thought about this before you brought it up, Mark, is, uh, you know, having an announcement. I'll be seeing like what's the increase in my student numbers, and then I'll be timing two announcements to take advantage of that rush. And then I'll be watching who's actually taking the course, how far are they, and I'll probably be sending them personal private messages saying, you know, thanks for joining the course. And I see you've gone 20%. If you've got any questions, make sure you blah, 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 or whatever, right? Because I see mm. this as the best opportunity to really connect with the students. And I set up my courses. So if you take course one, I have course three, four, five, six that are related. So I'm hoping to do upsells. Now, they may buy them all, during, which happens. Uh, during mm -hmm. the Black Friday course, but the, but they may or may not. So I want to be, you know, really making sure that the student experience is awesome for them in that two-week period. There's another question here from Robin. I just want to go through these quickly, guys, and catch up. Is the Black Friday challenge only for a single course, or can you create multiple? Uh, if so, will they all be promoted via Udemy? That's a competition, Robin. So what they're going to do is you're going to put it in, you're going to create your course, and then a lucky few are actually going to win. So in the past, there's never been a restriction on entering multiple courses. You can only do one. You can only do one. There is a restriction this time. Yeah, so every contest they do, you, you can do as many as you want. I mean, what's if you need a contest in order to create a course, then, then do it. But Lindsay's only going to award you one prize if you uh, submit multiple courses. There's no really no point to entering as a contest entry multiple courses they, she said one okay excellent thanks for but, but this. every course on udemy that is opted into udemy promotion gets promoted by udemy during black Friday. oh so yes this is That's... not a, the prize of entering the contest is not being promoted during black friday black friday is is separate than this contest yeah yeah and, and the just, contest just... is seventy-five thousand people get tweeted yeah your course i've never had a sale from that, anyways. Yeah, <laughs> but I just something you just said That's really, really, really a really important point, and it's really obvious. But something you just said, Scott, is this, guys: if if you've got a course, make sure you've got your promotional announcements switched on. I mean, not your promotional announcements, Udemy promotions. Make sure you're letting Udemy promote your course. If you haven't got that switched on. I better say this because there'll be people out there going, I'm not in promotions. I'm yeah. going to get Black Friday sales. Yeah, you no, you're not. In. Switch everything on. 
you know, switch everything, every button where it says, Udemy wants permission to do this with your marketing, you go, yes, 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 yes. Yeah. You don't even um, think about it. <laughs> um, how are you all pricing your course of Black Friday? Does it not matter because Udemy will offer them for a fixed starting price? They're just the same. However, I'd normally price, I'm sure everyone else is the same because Udemy is going to discount. So it's about the discount. So you price it at your value proposition point, what is you, the course is actually value, worth. Udemy are going to sell it anyway. Okay. Can I disagree? Like, yes, of course. <laughs> During the regular year, like right now, there's not a lot of sales activity going on. And so even yesterday, I got a full price sale for my $197 course, right? So, and I've got another full price sale for my SEO course. So, um, you have to have proper pricing during the year in order to uh, get these full price sales. I think during this like wide sale, when the whole site is switched over, there's zero chance of a full price sale during the Black Friday promo. So, I can't believe I'm actually saying this, but I would actually go on the high end of whatever price you normally charge during the sale period and then switch back to a more uh, reasonable price after the sale. Okay. So <laughs> if you create a bit Black Friday course that's ready for November, should you send out an educational announcement and get them to enroll now? So let me just understand that. If you create and it's ready for November, should you send it? Uh, no, you want to send out promotional, yeah. So one of the things you do want to do is use your promotional announcements cleverly. Okay, probably not the greatest idea in the world to have your promotional emails in that month selling during Black Friday. So what you might want to do right at the beginning of the month and then two days before Black Friday, because they don't know Black Friday's coming, mm. two days before so that you catch as many sales as you can in your internal Udemy marketing funnel. No point waiting until the end of the month because the money's been spent. And your promo emails are not going to be getting anything. So I'd recommend promo, that. Promo emails first half of the month, your educational emails the last half of the month. Yeah, yeah, something like that, yeah. So I think that's covered all the questions in the side. Uh, it's nice to I see Paula and Sheila joined. Uh, Gisela's here. just want to shout out to a few more people. And, yeah, so if I've missed your apologies. Right, Scott, yes. Okay, I've been thinking about this, and I'm, and I'm wondering – I don't think it's going to affect Black Friday sales because I was in Ecuador working on my first course and lurking in all the Udemy groups I could find and everybody was just screaming and fainting and having parties because they could not believe the sales, which is why I'm excited about Black Friday. Totally missed it by two or three months. But I'm, one, one of my concerns is there's been so many $10 sales. Is that going to impact the sales on Black Friday? Like have they kind of... Like if you, your sales are always $10 and you're always running sales now, and of course I only have a small window into Udemy, so I could be totally wrong, but my question is, is, is that going you know, to take away some of the Black Friday sales? I would say disagree. Yeah, Tony, Tony. Um, I would disagree with that, and it's, it's not, not, not even a Udemy thing, but it's more of a pricing thing. Um, when, the way they have it set up, which is pretty cool, um, it throws in that whole scarcity. So, yes, it's $10. Oh, no, I can't, I can't get it. It's going to be 11 tomorrow. I've got to get it then. And so it's going to start driving that. That, in, um, as, as was stated so eloquently, we Americans love to spend money um, during Black Friday and, um, and Cyber Monday. And I, I, I'm excited because it, it's what Udemy has done is actually made this, this long extended um, thing and it's like so I think they promote it more so I don't know if any of you anyone else got it but there's a, um, I even got a postcard from you to me <laughs> I was like oh. yeah it was it was this plastic postcard I was like what the heck <laughs> but it showed where all these promotions were, were happening so I think that they use uh, that month and they really they put their oomph into all of that so I, I don't think it's going to to be any difference uh, or, or, or excuse me, let me rephrase that. Um, yeah. I don't. I don't think the them doing ten dollars sales. If they did them every day of the year, I don't think it would actually hurt. Well, maybe maybe I, that. Yeah, okay. and I think what, I'm happy to hear that. Well. I was hoping that would be the answer, but I was curious. I think what happens as well, Scott, is different because what they do is they're spending money. 
okay? During Black Friday, I think they do their biggest push of the year in terms of their advertising and everything. I think they push it out there because for them, from their perspective, Black exactly. Friday is a massive growth period. Does that make sense? Yeah. Exactly, exactly. This is what I wanted to say, Mark. Yes, jump in this fan. No, sorry, guys, I was a bit lost here. It, uh, exactly my, my perspective on Black Friday is this, because we don't have Black Friday in Europe, uh, or we just started to have that amazing uh, <laughs> thing. <laughs> but the what I saw in Udemy, that they were pushing a lot of marketing effort and actually money into Black Friday. That's why it was a big boom. All the other $10 sales during the year, uh, because I was lucky enough to join just a month before last Black Friday, so last last October, uh, all the ten dollar sale together didn't make as much uh, fuzz as the one Black Friday, if mm. you know what I mean. Like a yeah. lot of students coming in. It was a lot of effort from Udemy, and I'm really really counting on that. Yeah, and Isfan, what was your experience of Black Friday last year? Uh, in October, I made my first two hundred dollars. In November, from the Black Friday, I made three times that. There and then go. in December I was like it's going it went down to two three hundred dollars again mm -hmm. because it happened a bit like you said like I was riding the wave and in November I thought oh my god I'm the king of the world it's happening yeah. but, then, <laughs> but then I it was such a drop in December and I was like okay everyone is just buying Christmas gifts and later on I understood how the marketing is working at Udemy so yeah yeah but then it jumps up again in January doesn't it. But in January it went back. So I was just thinking about what you said. I never think about, like you said, Mark, that I was on a next step, on the next level. And mm -hmm. since that, I was always about at the $600 level was the minimum in this mm -hmm. year, which I made every month. And uh, I, uh, I'm like Tony in this. I don't have, I have only three courses live now. And I don't do much marketing on my own. I let Udemy do all the magic. Mm -hmm. That's great. Mm -hmm. So I want to get some tips off everyone, but I just we're getting this is like this is creating some really good questions and the thing. So I just want to pick this one up now. Is it logical to create a lot of minimum viable product courses in medium quality and see which are doing well and continue on later on with ones doing well, or create a couple of high courses high quality? What we would say, and I'm pretty much sure we'd all agree on this, is you create minimum viable high quality courses. Okay. Um, so when you think of minimum viable product, don't think in terms, and this is um, and just a, a word of advice, don't think in terms of uh, the quality of the product or the quality of the, uh, the education. One way you might do it, for instance, you might create a course that's mainly screen share with a voiceover and slides because you want something out there quick. And what you'll do later on is you'll go back and add talking heads in or you'll add additional lectures that not really needed at the outset, but they're going to add some additional value. And, uh, you know, Scott Duffy does this quite a lot with his uh, SEO course, his Udemy SEO course. And that's the way to add value. But you must launch with high quality because you've got to remember, Udemy is getting more and more competitive. And, yes, we need to produce courses quickly and efficiently, but they've got to be good quality courses. Gisela just asked another good question as well. How do you guarantee about getting into the Black Friday sales? Switch all your promotions on, make sure it's on on time, and as far as I'm aware, that's all you have to do this year. There's no opt-in in. Uh, Mark, I would add to what you said is there's nothing worse than having $800 in sales in November and then having $798 in refunds in December. <laughs> so you really have to keep that in mind. Yeah, yeah. So I, I know he wasn't asking that, but I just wanted to clarify that. So guys, so let's let's get some tips going. Let's get some tips. I'm going to start with Isvan. So Isvan, as you're looking at Black Friday and you've been through it before, um, what what would you, if you had to give one tip to people, what would it be? If they're they're right now, they maybe they've got one or two courses. What would your tip be to them to get ready for Black Friday? What would you be doing, or what are you doing? Mm -hmm. It's what I said in the beginning, Mark. Stop postponing. Just sit down and finish that course which is half made for the last few weeks. Make it your priority to finish the course and make it a quality course, of course. I use the word course a lot, but I like it. Of course. 
Okay. <laughs> excellent, excellent. Um, I'm just going to bring Phil in here. Now, Phil's working on his first course, so he doesn't have any tips. But if you just what as you're listening to this, Phil, what's what's what where, where's your head going? I'm quite so, excited. Yeah, I'm quite excited by uh, people's uh, ability to plan ahead and see the jumps and when things sort of tail off and stuff. So, my second course is really the course. I, the only reason why I put a course on Udemy is loads of people asking me on Blab, oh, how do I do that? How do I do that? And I was looking around for a platform and I'd seen Udemy before and had watched a lot of people putting courses together. I think I watched Alan Hill's course or something like that and see how he was making loads of other stuff. Ooh, and I thought, I could, do the, I could do this. I could do this stuff easily. I could do this stuff. This is where I make stuff. I'm a content creator for brands. There's no reason why I can't translate that and, and make stuff. So I'm quite excited about the idea of, of one particular day or a series of days where, like you see, it jump up. If I can sustain some kind of... I mean, a lot of people say like a passive revenue stream, but I kind of want it to be like something that I'm really invested in day by day. I'd like to see Udemy put a lot of work into the student side in terms of social. I think if if there was a lot more social elements in the front end and back end of Udemy, then almost our students can advertise our stuff for us as well instead of us pushing, pushing, pushing. But I'm, mm. I'm excited. Mm. I'm excited. Mm. It's great to have all this knowledge in the room and just learn from you also. I'm yeah, yeah, I, I I agree with that. I'd love to see Udemy encouraging people to socially share a course. Do you get me? I know they've got at the moment they're thinking in terms of reviews and they think in terms of you know feedback that they want. But I I agree with you. I still don't think they're quite. They're really good at Facebook advertising. They're really good at what they do on that side. But the social sharing side, you know, they do need to improve. I agree with that completely. I'd like to take a, a flight out there and have a chat with them because I think there's a lot of there's a lot of things that agencies do when they hire a bunch of brand advocates for their brand. So Nokia, what they did is they went out to 100 bloggers worldwide. They found where all their Twitter and Facebook accounts was. They had a reach of over 10 million people. Take 10% of that. That's like you know a pretty good a pretty good output stream in terms of 80 80 to 100 bloggers blogging about their latest products. That's what we need to do for you and me. We need to reverse it and we need to be advocates. We need to have our students be the advocates of what we do. Excellent. Yeah, I like that. Scott, so where, where, what's your sort of tips, especially, you know, you've got you know your SEO course and what would what would you be saying to people right now? What would you be encouraging them to do so tip number one sign up for my SEO course okay. <laughs> um, no but basically you have to push you got to think of this Black Friday as a strong wind that we know we've got a month's notice that is coming and so you have to have your boat in the uh, best advantage that you can for this wind to come and pull you so um, what I'm sort of suggesting in a um, I'll be sending out an announcement on this in the next week, is if you give yourself a bit of an SEO boost in the few days prior to Black Friday, so if you can get yourself, so however you do it, I don't want to put any uh, against policy ideas into your heads, but if you're on the you know top of page two of search results, you want to do whatever you can do to get to the bottom of page one or the middle of page one or whatever. So um, think about reviews, think about enrolling students. I'm thinking about selling my courses for a dollar, like the two days before Black Friday, just to get some momentum because it's easier to get up to faster speed if you've already got some speed. So, um, you know, my tip would be think about where you are and how you can just give yourself a boost and then Udemy will take you uh, farther. So what you're saying is, you know, that existing courses work on them. So that's where your focus would be. Get your existing courses ready, you know, for yeah. that wave, for that wind. And, you know, so that I think that's really important, actually, is the temptation might be if you haven't got any courses, you've only got one or two courses, I would say get out and put some more courses on. But if you've already got three, four, five courses, promo video. Um, how good is your promo? I know some of my early promo videos are terrible because I just put them up, those introduction videos, and they just got uploaded as my promo. I've got to go back. I haven't got time, unfortunately, before then because of my other plans. But promo videos, your SEO, your description, your copy, what keywords are you targeting? What are you, you know, what are you competing for? 
you know, maybe there's a back door you can go in where your keywords, instead of, you know, competing for, you know, Photoshop, you know, you start thinking about competing for Photoshop portraiture and things like that. Think about how you can, you know, position yourself in the market for this wave. And I think that's really important. I just want Scott, Patton, what was your, what would you be saying to people right now? What would you... I think you made a great distinction between someone who's just coming up with their first or second course and somebody that's got, um, you know, established courses. And regardless of where you're at, I think you need to look at your student count because nobody's going to buy a course that has two students. I think you need to look mm -hmm. at your reviews, make sure you've got good reviews. And I think you need to do whatever you can to make sure that there's some activity going on in the sidebars in the discussions because then I think those are the three areas that someone coming to your course is going to take a quick look at and and then I hadn't thought of the promo videos I think you should review your promo videos and there's no point in having a food stall at the side of a massive parade and it looks like a piece of junk you know, you got flies all over the place. The, the food smells like it's dirty. You got garbage off to the side. Nobody's going to come and buy the hot dogs from you. They're going to go buy it from somebody else. So you need to look at, I think Scott Duffy said this brilliantly, you need to look at your competition. What are your competition doing? What do they look like? Because someone that's coming into your area for whatever topic area it is, they're going to be looking at two or three or four. And I don't know if they're just going to be like clicking as many $10 buys as they can all at once or if they're going to be saying you know what this course looks really good I'll buy it this course uh, I don't think it looks so good I'm not going to buy it so you know look at your course from the perspective of a um, customer and then say you know whoa you know would I buy it or not and to me it's having a lot of excitement going on in your course whatever and that to me looks like reviews lots of students lots of engagement lots of talking points going on excellent yeah Tony Yes. Um, thank you, Scott Patton, for taking everything I was going to say. <laughs> uh, <laughs> um, so to elaborate on what Scott was saying, let me translate it. <laughs> um, basically, what I'm planning on doing, and um, I do have a few courses, but I'm going to be definitely doing some house cleaning on those with respect to SEO and um, making sure that if I need to do any updates. And so it's like, hey, this was just updated um, right at the beginning of this month. Um, in my new courses, uh, I know it's like, yes, if it's if it's by this point, yes, you're good to go. I've literally written down here um, on my notepad here, uh, I have a date of November 6th, making sure that everything is done, preferably before then, because I want it approved. So any of the courses that I have before, especially um, like I know that um, one of my crazy courses, I have like 54 uh, I have like, it's something weird, like 10% reviews of how, how many students I have, but I've got 10% and it's like five star. So those people are going to get a little invite going, hey, I've got this new course. Here's a free coupon. So um, it's going to look pretty <laughs> by the time Black Friday shows up. Um, and if, mm -hmm. and quite mm -hmm. frankly, if I don't have uh, time I'm, I would almost be reluctant to put up something if it doesn't have, as to say, if there's no one who's actually looked at it. So even if you've not done anything on Udemy, if you've actually done anything anywhere, if you're on Facebook or on Twitter or something like that, get the course out there, get it approved, see if you can get somewhat, some people to um, look at it and review it. Um, be careful of uh, just kind of posting um, in the studio, unless you, unless you just want black hat, um, no, no, and no disrespect to black hat. Um, if, if I can take a few seconds, I'll, I'll tell you exactly how I got my, uh, one of the ways I got my 54 reviews. Um, what I basically did was I, this was before they had the coupon, the uh, coupon list, but basically I said, Hey, I've got this course inbox me if you want a coupon. And I did about 12 of the, like about, like once I, and the course was actually a, a minimal, it's my first little MVP or minimal, minimal viable product. So the course was not even, it bear, it basically did Udemy's minimum timing that I could do, but it was full of all this information because people were getting failed or, or not being allowed to be in Udemy because their sound was jacked up. So it's like, Hey, this is exactly what I do. Um, so I, people would say, Hey, can I have a coupon? Here you go. Here's the link. That's all I did. And 
because people usually went through it at a lunch period, they just jump right back on there. Oh my gosh, I learned so much. Boom, 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 boom. And that's what happened. After that, after I got about 12 of those, I wrote out a coupon specifically for the Black Hat forums and joined the Black Hat forum and said, here, here's your coupon. And then I went to uh, the studio and said, oh, by the way, here's that, here's an open coupon. Because usually sort of. <laughs> Black Hat will not mess with a new coupon if the old one is still working. So people were always complaining uh, about it, it actually going away. But if you if you feed the sharks first, then you can go feed the goldfish. Okay. Okay. That's an interesting tactic. I understood what um, Tony was saying. Uh, basically, when you put out free coupons in the Udemy Studio, there's a special document you can put out in um, if you go into the, the the forum where it gets really spread out, put a coupon in there and then come back, share another coupon that's really targeted. And the other thing I found as well, when you share in the Udemy Studio on uh, the official sharing document, when you get a new course, if you ask people to message you for a coupon, rather than just give 500 out, which are going to go everywhere, the people that are going to contact you, the people actually want the course, and they're much more likely to leave a review. But there was a top tip Tony mentioned there, and it's something that I have done in the past. Um, you've got to be careful and remember to update it and make a note to go back and change it. But it was a really top tip. Go in, look at your course, make sure it's up to date, fix anything that needs fixing, and then near the top of your description, not right at the top, but in, in the top section of your description, you want to say up to date as of October 2015. Because what you're just telling everybody is this course is really, really up to date. And they've got five courses there, and sometimes they don't know if that course is up to date. And that's a, that's a really top tip. Um, and I did that on some of my courses, and I took it off because I kept forgetting. That's and the then worst, like, yeah. it's, uh, it's up to date as of February 2015. Woohoo! <laughs> you know, yeah. oh, so you haven't been near this course. For, but I would do it for Black Friday and then make sure I take it off afterwards. Scott, you wanted to mention something about that? No, I was going to say that's the worst. The people that do it, I do it on all my courses, um, but I keep it up to date. So I go in on the first or second of every single month and I go across all my courses and I update it. Um, whether I've updated it or not, I just keep the date up to date. But um, yeah, the people who say up to date as of March, then you know they're just shooting themselves in the foot. Yeah. And, and I um, want to add to that point, Mark, because yeah, I'm a, Scotland is fun. <laughs> yeah, uh, I'm one of the uh, expert Udemy instructors. When you go to support, before Udemy gets your questions, it goes off to five or six or a hundred. I don't know how many Udemy instructors that they ask to do this. And one of the things, that, and so a lot of times people that want to buy a course will have a question and they'll put it in there. And one of the questions that happens a lot is, I really wish you would put a date so I knew if this course was up to date or if it was two years old or whatever, because the information I want is, you know, pretty current information. And it's hard to tell from everything there whether this course has been uh, updated recently for these new things or not so I think that's a really good thing to put in if you particularly when the majority of your competitors are not going to have it yeah mm, excellent excellent that, that's excellent insight thank you Scott it's fun and we can see you now it's fun yes amazing <laughs> Green hair. Uh, the, the thing is what I wanted to say just a bit about the updating is I always forgot to tell my students that I updated the course and then mid-year I started to take care about the release how Scott said when I updated the course with a new lecture uh, adding new tips or whatever I stated that in an announcement and I stated that also on the top of the course say, so people see uh, what is updated what new tips and tricks about the software is there also for me it was different because uh, this year a big, big um, update came out to the Inkscape, to the software I'm teaching. And there was no update for four years. And this year everyone was searching for that update. Mm -hmm. And SEO-wise it was a great thing to state that it's new, it's updated, and it's not just a date I made up, but I could say it's 2015 April's newest release, da, 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 da. So it's very, very important that you state that you added a new uh, lecture. Yeah. Mm -hmm. uh, yeah. Top tips there, guys. I'm just going to check the questions here and see if there's because they're flying in today. Um, 
Oh, what percentage or buy driven refunds occurring during Black Friday sale? Are you anticipating a lot of signups for some people who back out? So just to explain a little bit about how refunds happen, they don't actually happen all that often. No. You know, no. they just hurt when they're full price refunds. That's, yeah. that's that's when people complain. That's when I sort of feel it. When someone's bought a full price and they're a day before the end of the month and I know which ones they are and then they go, oh. Do we do we do we actually see people with a lot of refunds, guys? Like, do you know any instructor who said, "Oh my God, I had like I don't know, 50% refunds or something like that"? No, no, I've never heard that. What I when people refund, the, the people that re tend to refund, they're going to refund if they don't like your course. So every now and again, I'll get someone who just doesn't like my, one of my courses. You know, doesn't like the color of my shirt, doesn't like the way I speak or something, and they're just going to refund my course. But they tend to do it quite quickly. There's another type of person who will take the course, watch it, and then refund it because for them it's a free course. Right. I don't think Black Friday you're going to see any increase in that because the people that are stealing courses, they yeah. tend to go to torrent sites and find your course. You know, they're much more sophisticated in how they're going to steal your course. They're not going to give you to me $10 and take $10 back because they don't part with money. You know, no. <laughs> so uh, refund, I would expect it to be consistent. I don't know if anybody else has thoughts on that. So just checks. I only had four refunds from last November. Um, so my take is that many people buy courses, uh, they're aspirational. And so like for Scott Patton's podcasting course, many people are going to like, oh, I really want to learn podcasting. It's on sale. I'm going to buy it but they don't actually start the course uh, until the, until some mythical time in the future where they really ready to start podcasting. So it's almost, um, it's, it's a weird thing, but you'd get 50% uh, of people don't even start a course. Uh, yeah. You know, that's in the paid as well, isn't it? They paid, yeah. Any 50% of people who've paid money do not even start a course in 30 days or whatever. Like there's, it's just a weird thing where people buy stuff with this intention to one day learn the topic, and it's on sale now, I better grab it. It's a once-in-a-lifetime deal, which we know is once every two weeks. But, um, yeah, it's, it's funny. So refunds, yeah, I mean, my average is one per, less than 1% uh, on a normal month, and uh, Black Friday going to be the same, less than 1%. I don't think it changes. No, you know, I, can I jump in for just a second, Mark? Because yes, Scott made a brilliant, yeah, I mean, he's a Scott, so I know he's brilliant, but <laughs> he made a brilliant point, and it reminded me, actually, of when I was with the Internet Marketing Center about 10 or 12 years ago, and they sold a $300 two-binder package on everything you needed to know about Internet marketing in 2003, and they'd put it out every year, and the people would buy it every same people would buy it every year. And one day they decided to do a phone survey, so they called up a lot of customers and they got this one guy and it was just such an amazing story that it ended up going like wildfire through the company. And they, they you know, did you buy the book? Yeah, I did. Did you, you, know, you, you bought the book, did you like it? Oh no, I haven't started it yet. Oh, well, like you've had it for four months. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And well, like, and they basically got to the point where they asked him, do you want to have a refund? Because it's sitting in your garage on a shelf unopened. <laughs> no, 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 no. I'm going to be doing this online thing. And I've taken the first step to do my online thing with this book. And I might not get to it for 25 years or whatever yeah. it was. But, but I think, you know, Scott, you hit on a really, really good point that we don't think about in terms of our promo videos and in terms of our summaries, which is that whole inspirational thing. Like, I'm going to have to relook at my podcast course summary now because it's like, you know, imagine what it'd be like if, no, 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 like you paint yeah. this picture of the future that they want, then they're taking their first step. They're going to get it. They may never watch the, the thing, but they feel good because they've taken that first step. And one day when I'm ready, you know, the kids are grown up, my boss isn't yelling at me anymore, you know, whatever the issues are that stop them from doing whatever it is they think they want to do. Uh, but I think that's a really, really important point, especially when you know, like you said before, we've got this massive wind coming, we need to position our boat. Position it for the huge benefit that your course is going to give the people that are taking it because a lot of them are going to be buying a lot of courses and it's yeah. Christmas. So what does that mean? They have no time. Yeah. They get, they're buying all this stuff and then it's party, it's party, party. Yeah. Yeah. And, and they're going to take it next year and then it'll be the year after and the year after. So 
that's not our problem. Yeah, and that that reflects on sales as well, guys, because what we have to understand is the way Udemy works is it's an exponential business model. And what happens is is it compounds over time. So it's like compound interest. All the time it compounds. So what's going to happen is you'll, you'll sell a load of courses in November, and then you might start seeing reviews trickling in right. in March, April, May. Because that's when people have actually got took the time, you know, to actually go through the course because now they've got time. So, you know, it's once they're in there, they might never take the course. But once they're in there, they probably will take the course. And just to let you know, Scott, Pat, and I took your podcasting course and I have a podcast now. One second, I just I took Scott Duffy's course. I went through it and didn't quite understand what he was saying, thought I did, and then was in the studio chatting one day, and he said, no, Mark, it's wrong. I said, no, it's not, Scott. I've got it right. He said, no, you got it wrong. Got it wrong. I said, right, I'm going to go back and look at his course, and Scott did have it right, and I had it wrong. So I had to go through his <laughs> course twice. So I've been through Scott Duffy's course twice. So oh, wow. that's not because it's better than Scott Patton's. No. It's just that I was a bit dense on that point, so I needed to, <laughs> to go through twice. And I need part, man. i got to fix it. <laughs> <laughs> no, it was it was yeah, it was my brain. Scott, you can't okay. fix it, my friend. Okay. I remember it was a conversation we had about, you know, not understanding it's like when I come to Udemy search, I treat it like Google search. Right. Do you remember that conversation we had? And Udemy search isn't like that. But if you want to know more, check out Scott's scores. Tony. Yeah. There's no yeah. Um I can uh, it's my mum yeah, my mic is on, right? Yeah, you're good. Okay, okay, no, cool. no, it's not on. <laughs> <laughs> um, good luck, reader. Um, uh, I'm going I'm to tell on myself a little bit here. There's an awesome company called uh, Beachbody, and they send out all these, these uh, they have all these infomercials on, hey, here's how to get in shape. Um, I own a lot of their collection. I've yet to use it. Um, so I was like, so, hey, you go to the grocery store and you see those, oh, yes, I'm going to eat healthy. And you yeah. feel that if you put it in your refrigerator, hey, you've, you've made that first step. So it's, it's, the whole thing, true. it's the whole thing that you have to do with uh, with your page. And and this is also why, you cut, why I would do like instead of spending weeks and weeks and weeks on one course, try to see if you can do a the whole MVP, do a small course to see if there's going to be interest. Make sure that it's there. And it's also if it's short enough, people are like, hey, I went through it really quick. And even if they don't, uh, make sure your promo video and your information is set up. I think the way they said uh, – Kind of a Google rule, and uh, and and the Scott to the Scots, you can answer this to see if if it works the same way as far as the SEO. Google's rule is, um, is the page is if you said to your grandmother, here is a page about raccoons, and your grandmother can go there and go, yes, you know this is exactly about raccoons. I found out everything I needed to know. If it follows those rules, that can kind of get people in there going, hey, I think I want to get that. And that's what you're looking for. Get get them in there, and then they can get the, the goodness of the course that you've created. Okay, guys, we're running out of time. I'm just going to – it's just a funny question. Robin one Slee. More, one more. Yeah, one, Robin asked a, a question. He said, how long before someone puts a, uh, a course on Udemy about Black Friday? It's there. It's been there yeah. for several weeks. Uh, our friend Rose has got that course. So she's been trying to – uh, prepare people for Black Friday for at least six to eight weeks, I think. Uh, so we're going to take a last point from Scott Duffy. Then what we're going to do, guys, is we're jumping across to, to Blab. Me and Scott Patton are going to co-host, so we'll be the, the hosts, and the panel here can jump in and out as much as they want. want to have a hot seat. We're going to go over to Blab and have an open chat about anything you want to chat about, so join us over there. Um, what we're also going to do is any of the member, the panelists, uh, if, you've got, if you've got any coupon special offers for people that are watching the OB Udemy chat, send me a link. Give me an open coupon. Don't be a closed coupon because this sits in search. Give me a coupon, and I'm going to put that in the YouTube video, guys. So go back and check that. Scott Duffy's already given me his SEO link, so if you want to take his excellent course on Udemy SEO, go and check that out. Scott will give me his podcasting course. I can vouch for those Sent already. Yeah, sent already. Tony Ross has a great course on getting your audio fixed. So send me a yeah, coupon. Yeah, Tony, Tony, please, please, Tony, put that one in. I want to get it. Your sound is just so good today. If I haven't already got it, I'm getting it today. So yeah. And this fans, I know this fans got a course. I know Phil's still working on his. Um, so we'll we'll do that. But before we just wrap up, last point, I'm going to give to Scott Duffy because he wanted to make a point. I don't. You did it. Um, 
I thought you said oh. one more thing. No, I mean, no. Everything's um, good. Okay, Scott's good happy. Point, Scott. <laughs> so thanks for watching, guys. We're really great. If you still got questions, pop over and follow us on the Blab now. If you're wondering where the Blab is, I better tell you this. <laughs> yeah, slight oversight. Um, go you to yeah, thanks, this man. Go to the event description. I've put a link in there to the Blab. I can't post it in the Q and A because when you're on the panel, you can't post in the Q and A. Thank you, Google. Yeah. Um, <laughs> it's also in the group chat. It's, it's in the group yeah. chat. Don't put it the there. Thank chat. you, Phil. Yeah, but so if you go to the event, this event description, you'll find it posted in there. So we're going to jump out now because I need to jump into that one video in about five minutes. And I want to thank everyone for watching. So if we can all give them a wave goodbye, folks, that'd be great. Bye-bye.